Thanks for tuning in to NL News Day. Hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday here so far. Now, there was a meeting for the School District 73 board last night where the main topic of discussion was the reopening of Ralph Bell Elementary School in Valley View. So to talk a little bit more about it, please to welcome to the program the chair of the board for School District 73, Rhonda Kershaw. Rhonda, how are you here today? I'm excellent, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for the time, as always. And it was a, a pretty lengthy meeting last night, so uh, quite a bit to go over. But I think the main thing to talk about here is the decision to reopen Ralph Bell Elementary. It was a pretty close vote from what I can see in terms of actually moving ahead with reopening Ralph Bell uh, for the September 2022. Um, I guess... You know, this has been a long time coming. So maybe before we actually talk about what the next steps are and moving forward, just how much work, you know, has gone into getting to this point where the board could actually make a vote to make a decision as they did last night on that reopening. I mean, we're talking about two months of consultation, a lot of public engagement. Uh, you know, you guys have done your due diligence here before making this decision last night. Yeah, there has been a significant volume of information gathered, both from staff. You know, the staff hours that go into a project like this are tremendous, as well as the public. We had an incredible amount of input from the public to allow us to, to look at some different options and to consider some different things. So there was really, there was a lot of information presented last night. Now... I guess just for anyone listening who is wondering, you know, why does this have to happen? Why is Ralph Bell Elementary having to reopen? I mean, there's a lot of pressures right now from what I was listening to uh, in terms of Juniper Ridge Elementary and Marion Schilling, especially as we look towards, you know, the 10-year uh, projections for enrollment. I think Art McDonald said Mary, uh, Juniper Ridge or Marion, I can't remember which school it was, but he was said by 2030, the enrollment projections were to be at like 175%. I mean, that's just not something that seems feasible to try to squeeze everybody in. So this feels like uh, something that was probably necessary unless a new school could be built. And it, it doesn't seem like that's necessarily something that could happen in, in a quick enough time frame. No, I mean, if we do nothing uh, with the catchments, uh, so the board did vote to reopen Ralph Bell. Uh, we haven't finalized the decision on catchments, but, but if we do nothing with Juniper Ridge and Marion Schilling Elementary, the way they stand right now, uh, Juniper Ridge would be at 182% capacity and Marion Schilling would be at 174. And that's just, it's really, it's untenable. There's, you run out of gym time and bathrooms and water fountains. So we have a lot to consider uh, and we have, you know, the realistic outlook for a new school up in Juniper West is, is not great. Uh, you know, we would probably be a minimum of eight years. It's number four currently on our on our currently adopted capital list. It's uh, hoping to be number three uh, when we look at our new capital plan uh, at our next board meeting. But still, even if we were awarded a school a year, the, the minimum that we would see welcoming students into into a new Juniper West school would be seven to eight years. And that's a that's a very positive outlook. That's that's not uh, necessarily the most realistic. Mm -hmm. So uh, you mentioned that no decision was made last night on on catchment areas at this point and how the the uh, Ralph Bell Elementary would actually be populated with students. Uh, just just for a quick background, if anyone is unaware of just how much time was spent talking about this uh, entire plan last night, just why was it felt the need to defer this motion, particularly um, after a, a very lengthy conversation yesterday? 
Well, you know, at the two hour and 40 minute mark at 9.40 p.m., we just felt that, uh, you know, there was a lot of information to take in. There was some debate that happened, but, but really it was getting very, very late in the evening. And we have another board meeting coming this, mon- this, this following Monday. And so we chose to defer the remainders of the decisions just to allow time for some more some more debate and to, to make sure that everybody's in their best form uh, after three hours of, of meetings. Uh, and actually we had had, we'd actually started at three o'clock in the afternoon for many of us for committee meetings. Uh, you know, you just, you're not in your best form after mm-hmm. that many hours, particularly on zoom. Yeah, for sure. And the fact that it's 40 degrees out doesn't help either. Um, <laughs> That's right. So what, what kind of, um, you know, conversations I guess will be had next week. I imagine there's going to be a pretty lengthy debate on how to go about adjusting the catchment areas here. So I guess is, is all the, the members of the board basically told to go out and, and research and think about this over the course of this next week and, and come back with some good talking points on Monday. Uh, well, you know, we had, uh, a lot of information presented to us on yeah. Monday night. Uh, I think that the probably I didn't time it, but I would think that the staff presentation was was nearly forty five minutes. Uh, we have all of the background consultation, so I think just giving everybody time to ponder what they heard, uh, what they heard from other trustees, uh, we'll all be able to come back to the table on on Monday and and make some really great decisions. And that's the the last really real board meeting, I guess, right for the for the summer is is next week. Yes, yeah, that will be our final board meeting for the summer, pending any changes. <laughs> yeah, so as it stands right now, there will probably be no motion to defer things next week because it's really the, the last opportunity for quite some time to have this kind of a conversation. I would anticipate, no, that we will come to a decision of, on next Monday. Yeah, I guess you can't say for sure until that actually happens, but that would be my, <laughs> my expectation anyway. Um, no. Yeah, so I guess just um, any anything else on this particular decision, given that it was just decided, you know, to reopen Ralph Bell in, in September 2022 and kind of the remainder of any decisions will be coming at a later date. I guess, is there any other details or, or things that you think people should be aware of, parents who are, you know, concerned about what these next couple of years might look like? Um, I know with similar... To the, the last conversation, there was talk about, like, you know, if you're a more senior student, you're not going to have to move. Siblings of students not going to have to move. But I guess more of those decisions will, will be coming next week. Yeah, really, uh, that's for a, a, for a conversation at the board table at this point because we are, we, we really, we've just deferred the conversation. Okay. So it's, uh, it's sort of in process. All right. Well, I, I will leave that there for now. Um, I guess the only other big thing I could think of from the meeting last night, which I didn't spend too much time um, watching, unfortunately, just because there was really trying to dig into this particular conversation. But there was talk about, um, you know, like after school programs and extracurriculars. I was just wondering if you could maybe give me a quick summary of, of sort of what the discussion was there. Of course, uh, a lot of these things have kind of been interrupted as a result of this pandemic. So probably a, a pretty important conversation to be having at this time. Yeah, you know, I was really pleased to hear uh, our after school programming in action in the district this past year was 11. Well, we had over 1500 students participate, which is really it's actually higher than it had been in previous years. Uh, we've done some targeted uh, enrollment and changed up some of the course 
offerings, and it's been really, really successful. We saw that um, 8% of grade 12s are, are taking part in some of the after-school programming. It really enriches students' outlook. We saw everything from art to mountain biking. It was an excellent presentation. Sorry, did you say 8% of grade 12 students? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, I believe that was what was said, was that up to 8% of, of, oh, no, I'm sorry, that's annual career development. <laughs> we did also consider the annual career development report, uh, which is, is really our uh, careers programs, and 8% of our grade 12s take part in our uh, career development programs, which might be our true start program or our students in trades program. So that okay. was that. Okay. Yeah, that, that number just felt low for extracurriculars to me. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but uh, that that figure just felt a little small. No, I made an error. My apologies. <laughs> no, no worries at all. I'll I'll go through the report and find that for sure. Um, I think that's pretty much it for right now, Rhonda. Um, any anything else that uh, you just want you know the people out there listening to be aware of before I let you go? Absolutely. We actually presented our Owl Award last night also. And uh, the Owl Award goes out every year to a group or an individual who really enriches education within our district for students. And we were pleased last night to present it to Mr. Glenn Andrews of Barrier, British Columbia. And he uh, has spent over 50 years dedicating his time, his passion, sharing his passion with with uh, sports and music with students and so we were pleased to be able to recognize him awesome well I, I like that positive way to end this conversation not that anything we talked about wasn't positive but that's a nice read to wrap things up Rhonda as always thank you so much for your time really appreciate it uh, we'll obviously dig back into this conversation next time we chat so hopefully we get a chance to do that next week but thank you so much for the time today thank you have a great day Oh, I will. Thanks so much, Rhonda. That's Rhonda Kershaw right there, chair of the Kamloops Thompson School Board, speaking a little bit to last night's board meeting. It was almost three hours long, as you heard her mention there, and so a lot of time was spent talking about the reopening of Ralph Bell and all the uh, complications that come along with that after a very extensive consultation process, a 50-minute presentation just on what was being uh, decided upon, and then they had to have the you know debate and discussion thereafter that lasted quite some time. We're, uh, we're unable to come to a conclusion on just what's going to be happening with the boundaries and the catchment area changes. So those decisions, again, will likely be coming at next week's board meeting. That is Monday, July. Uh, let me pull up my calendar here right now, July the 5th. So we'll have a conversation, hopefully, with Rhonda immediately following that and figure out where those changes are going to be made in terms of where students will be going from compared to where they live to what school they're going to be going to we'll have those conversations next week but again ralph bell elementary in valley view that will be set to open in september of 2022 to help alleviate some pressures being faced at juniper ridge and marion Schilling elementary schools as well they are still hoping to get that new one in juniper west that new school but because that is likely at least a decade away from opening if that happens uh, there, there needs to be some other plans in place to help uh, alleviate the pressures being faced on our school system in that area, but it really is something that's being talked about right across the entire city of Kamloops.